here on the Orbital Command account. Today we are going to be hosting Persistence to talk about their new restaking or LRT5, um, which is going to be quite exciting, hopefully very exciting. Um, for visibility, we brought the Persistence account up um, as a speaker, but that account's not going to be speaking. So we're waiting on Mikkel joining. I think he is going to be the main guest today. But while we do that, I've brought up MB as the Orbital Command co-host, and um, we can maybe riff a little bit on Alliance, um, and that's what Persistence are going to be using for, um, I think what they're calling liquid restaking token finance. Um, so as with a lot of LSTs, um, it starts to get a little bit confusing when new iterations of technology come out. So it's going to be really exciting to find out um, what, what they've got planned over at Persistence. Um, MB, how are you doing, sir? Let's have a mic check. Doing great. Thanks, Rebel. Hey, everyone. Good to be here. Hey, this is actually, we've got some alpha is, is already being dropped. <laughs> Um, I can see my boss in, or not my boss, the, the founder of Orbital Command is in the audience and he's got a new PFP. I am so proud of him rocking an NFT. Um, well, I'm going to have to bring him up to, to say a word. Hopefully he's available. That is such an awesome one as well. The entire Persistence team actually um, have similar PFPs, shall we see. Um, so maybe you can spot him. Black Trader, are you going to come up, sir? I'm feeling out of place here. The only one with hey, what's up, without guys? a bag here. Hey, sure. How are you? I'm no good. I'm glad you no noticed I'm rocking my new PFP. Dude, that is so cool. <laughs> um, when, when did you get it? Uh, I've had a bad kids for a while, like eight months, but I just got this one, uh, like a few days ago. I was very excited about it. it it's, it, it's super, super dope. Although it has slightly longer hair than your good self. Um, but other than, other, other than a, a haircut, it's, it's very appropriate. Um, so, so have you been enjoying the bad kids airdrops? Sorry, what was that? Have you have you been enjoying the bad kids airdrops? Did you get what, what did we get? Dimension. Uh, yeah, I got Dimension, which was awesome. So hoping there's going to be. Was there other ones? I uh, Namada. Did you apply for that one? Oh yeah, I got that one too. Yeah, you're right. I forgot about that one. Awesome. 
So yeah, bad kids, man. Awesome to be part of that tribe. Oh, we've got Mikkel in as well. And maybe he's going to be able to tell us how they did this. If you look at Mikkel's um, name or PFP, after his name, after the blue check mark, it's got the little persistence logo. I'm really interested to find out how it's possible to get those. Hey, Mikkel, can you hear? Can we do a mic? Hey, Rebel, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Awesome, coming through loud and clear. MB is going to have to consider a bad kid. We've got two bad kids up as speakers. Um, yeah. So, yeah, can you tell us, first of all, actually, Michael, this, um, I can see the persistence team, um, we've got Sukriti as well, has got this um, persistence P as part of your Twitter names. Like, that, that doesn't look like a, a regular emoji to me. So how, how did you get those? I think it was like we have to get the Twitter organization and then you can add some affiliates and uh, that's how you get that. But, but I'm, not, I'm not the right person to answer that. Uh, we have a very strong marketing team who looks after these things, so, so I don't have to. Wow, maybe that's something we could consider at Orbital Command. Um, so yeah, it's great to have you here for this discussion of Alliance restaking and L, I think I might have made a mistake in the title. Is it? It's not RST Fi, is it? Is it uh, L R T Fi? Yeah, you could call it L R T Fi artist, like the stake token finance. You know, you you can call it whatever you want to call it. <laughs> okay, so I didn't make too much of a mistake there. Um, yeah, well, it's been a while since we've had you on. I remember we had Jerwin on. Almost a year ago, were you in that call? I can't remember. No, no, no. I, I think I think it was it was Jaren and Aditya, if I'm not wrong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was great to have you on. Then at that time, you guys were looking at different sorts of sort of shared security options. Um, and I mean, is it fair to say that you are looking at this as a as a way to increase security on persistence one? Or I mean, can you maybe just sort of launch into a discussion of like why you chose to go for this it's quite it seemed to come out of the blue um which is pretty exciting for people that are into this restaking um in the cosmos so yeah can you tell us a little bit more why you decided to go for the alliance module and how you want to use it absolutely uh thank you rebel so very quick introduction about myself as well uh so hi everyone i'm mikhil i'm the chief strategy officer at persistence labs i look after the entire business function uh, for persistence so persistence the chain p stake uh, liquid staking application dexter the dex alongside everything else that we are uh, doing to build the ecosystem uh i've been with the organization for for more than four years now since uh the absolute first day in fact and I've played various roles in, in the organization now, like I said, looking mostly after the business function. Uh, we've been over the last, like like Rebel mentioned, last year or so, we've been looking at various security, uh, you know, security sources for the persistence core one chain itself. And obviously there's been a lot of exciting uh, developments in the shared security space, right? But I think if you really go back to see what, what kick-started the whole shared security uh, idea or, or the the development of shared security. It was a few ideas that came out 
very long ago, right? Like mesh security was an idea that was shared a long time ago. Replicated security was an idea that was shared a long time ago. But I think something that got shipped in, in the best possible state and I think allows a lot of like, you know, uh, customizability, allows chains to like really have that sovereignty is, is alliance is the alliance module and that's kind of where our inclination to to using the alliance module and building on top of it uh comes from so we've been uh in the past we've talked about becoming an interchain uh, security consumer chain uh which is consuming security from the cosmos but that does not make sense for various reasons and, and obviously the biggest reason is that you don't have you're not a sovereign chain anymore. Obviously, people still claim that, okay, you are, but maybe you still are, but you're restricted in the amounts of things that you could do on your own chain. So we don't want to do that. We don't want to have that. What we wanted and, and continue to want is to be able to have persistence run as a sovereign chain, but allow the development and the creation of exciting new markets around liquid stake tokens and liquid staking. So we've always claimed that we are a liquid staking first chain. Our objective or, or how we like to call it, you know, how we like to call ourselves is we're a purpose-built layer one on a mission to maximize liquid staking yield. So when we say that what we want, want to achieve is allow exciting use cases to be built on top of the persistence chain, uh, which uses liquid stake tokens as a primary, uh, you know, asset. So I've always believed that liquid stake tokens will replace, you know, base assets in, in DeFi. I don't think Cosmos DeFi ever picked up it's still not in, a, in the place where it should be, but it's getting there and that's thanks to liquid staking. But what could really make things even more exciting is restaking. And Alliance has enabled restaking for a very long time now. It's just, you know, like I keep saying it, uh, in, in Cosmos, we as Cosmonauts are just not good at marketing. So we use terms like Alliance or we use terms like replicated security, mesh security. But it's actually restaking, which is so much simpler for, for a normal person to understand. You stake your assets, you can restake them on additionally provide security to other services chains. That's what Eigenware did really well. So Alliance, uh, the Alliance module allows us to enable other assets on the persistence chain as assets that could be staked to increase the economic security of the persistence chain. Today, the persistence chain is secured by XPRT. XPRT, I would say, while has has Know, had very high staking ratios for a very long time. Uh, it's if I'm not wrong, you know, always been around 75 to 85 percent. Currently sitting at about 77 percent. What we have to be aware of is, is that it is still a volatile asset, similar to every other asset in, in crypto, right? One asset that's the least volatile would be Bitcoin. After that, I would say is Ethereum, and then you have like the altcoins, you know, uh, which are usually very volatile. So. In, in a situation where your chain is secured by a volatile asset, what you want is as much economic security as possible to reduce that volatility, to have your chain be as secure as possible. So the Alliance module allows us to have other assets like Atom or Luna, for example, or assets like Tia, which could be then used to secure the persistence chain. So yeah, that's kind of what we are looking at, but from a different angle, which is how do we use liquid stake tokens for this, not just, you know, native tokens? And how do we build more exciting things on top of it? So that's where we are coming from. And that's kind of the high level thought process here. Awesome. Thank you for sharing. And sorry for rushing over the introduction section, but you did 
or gave us a lovely um, introduction of your role at Persistence. Thank you. And I mean, one thing that really surprised me um, looking at the blog, and I've, I've shared the post up in the nest, I mean, literally in the first, well, not quite the first sentence, the second sentence, um, or first sentence, you said, hey, we're going to do restaking. Sounds interesting. Second sentence, you're saying, we're going to do restaking, and we're going to consider using assets, not just P-stake assets, which are the, the persistence um, LSTs, um, but also LSTs from Stride, Quicksilver, and Milky Way. Um, I found that sort of shocking, to be quite honest, in that, that you would, but, but also really kind of reassuring that, that you're considering really trying to build bridges with what are essentially competitors. Um, so can you maybe sort of go into the thinking behind why you're not just going to be using STK assets as yeah. these um, restaking assets? That's a that's a very good question, and I think obviously within Cosmos and crypto, to be very honest, a lot of people keep saying, "Oh, uh, we have to grow the pie, we have to grow the pie," but I don't think that's something that people really follow. And I won't even say our objective is to grow the pie. I think everybody at the end of the day is is running these products and these chains as as a business, right? Uh, every community, like the persistence ecosystem, every XPRD holder wants to see persistence succeed. Uh, from our perspective, the decision is how do we make that, like, what does that success look like, right? So we've claimed to be the liquid staking hub. We've claimed to be the place where you can do exciting things with liquid stake tokens. Now, if we are to say, okay, that those liquid stake tokens are just P-stake issued tokens, then that's not really us being true to what we set out to do, which is to actually make it, you know, a liquid staking first chain. And no matter which tokens you have, and, and the fact that, okay, let's say, you know, P-Stake so far has been, we've been very conservative when it comes to incentivizing for traction. Like, you know, you look at Stride, for example, they've gone so aggressive, they spent almost like more than 10% of the supply in incentivizing for traction, all, also another 5% as an airdrop. On the flip side, P-Stake has spent less than 3-4% of the supply, right? So there's different approaches to getting what you want. Uh, from our perspective, I think, the Stride team has done a phenomenal job. So has the Milk TR team, right? Milky Way team. Uh, the Quicksilver team is a strong team. We know that for a fact. So while as long as you know the fundamentals of the projects are solid, uh, you want to see how you could work with them. And the fact that there's so much ST atom supply out there, there's so much, you know, uh, Milk TR and, and STTR supply out there, you want to leverage on those aspects to actually provide a strong solution. The moment we start saying, okay, it'll just be P-stake native assets, you're kind of already limiting the, the number of users you could target, right? So from our perspective, it's about doing justice to what persistence set out to do and, and build that ecosystem in the right way and uh, be agnostic and not just, you know, use, you know, throw terms like, oh, we have to grow the pie. I think, uh, yeah, that, that's my, those are my views, obviously. I mean, I think, yeah, it's a very interesting philosophy and it's interesting that you're not saying, hey, we are, we're growing the pie. You're, you're, you're sort of, you're not speaking about it. You're kind of doing it um, or potentially going to do it anyway. So, I mean, can you maybe like give us like the user journey? Imagine, I, I mean, there's a few DGNs in the audience who I know personally. Um, if, if we were 
say if we'd staked some tier for milk tier, um, what would they then do with that to restake on persistence? Yeah, and, and I appreciate so. this isn't live yet, but yeah, yeah. So I think uh, obviously the mechanism when it goes live might look slightly different because it's still under development. So even like taking a step back and before I share the user journey, I could maybe just share how, how we are thinking about this. So this first or, or the step zero is getting the, the Alliance module live on the persistence mainnet, uh, which will happen, I think somewhere around like March, because we have another big chain upgrade coming up uh, in, by the end of Feb, which would bring a CKXPRD you know, and, and some very exciting features, you know, uh, like super fluid LPing and, and stuff like that, which would Really, and we can talk about those things. Superfluid LP is, if you're familiar with superfluid staking, it's kind of the reverse flow of that, where if you hold staked XPRT, you could immediately, like in one click, get to liquid staked XPRT and XPRT uh, LP on Dexter, and you get the LP token all in one click. So those are exciting features that are being built out, and that's expected to go live uh, you know, by, by the end of this month. And we have Rajesh on the call as well, if you see. Uh, product at persistence dot one uh, Rajesh here. If you don't see that live, you can uh, DM him and and bug him. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, please don't do that. I I will do it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like so we have that coming up. After that, we'll have the alliance module go live on the chain, and we'll start uh, getting some assets like STK atom, ST atom, Q atom to begin with on the persistence chain, which users could just restake. When users restake these assets. What do they get? They they don't get anything back. The only thing they get is taking rewards per atom in the form of SPK atom, SP atom, or Q atom, whatever asset they deposited, and they start receiving XPRD staking rewards as well. But their ST atom or LST atom, SPK atom, Q atom are all locked up. Uh, that's the first version of the product where it's it's actually just a very simplified. You know, it's it's the alliance model itself. Uh, nothing crazy there. But your earning staking was in two assets. But what we've seen that what we haven't seen so far in Cosmos is mechanisms that allow liquid stake token holders to actually use rather risk free. Uh, nothing is risk free, obviously, but low risk products, you know, to generate additional yield on top of the staked assets. So if you see like STK atom use cases, what can you do with it? You can use it as collateral on, on UMI or uh, Mars, for example, to you know borrow against it. Now, there's obviously high liquidation risk. When you get liquidated, it's not just you know 0.01% of the capital. It's a lot more than that, right? Similarly, when you look at actually on the flip side, when you look at staking risks, it's if the validator has some downtime, you'd slash, you'd get slashed by 0.01% if I'm not wrong, and 5% for a double slash. You know what the your, what your risks are. Similarly, when you restake your SDK atom. On the persistence chain, your risk is limited to let's say five percent slashing on the Cosmos sub resulting, uh, or five percent slashing on the persistence chain. But you know all the validators; you're aware of the risks that you take because Cosmos is a staking first ecosystem. It's not a liquid staking first ecosystem, unlike Ethereum, right? Ethereum people don't know how to stake. You would have never staked, but you would have surely liquid staked at some point, right? So, uh, that's the first version. The second version is, which is where liquid restaking comes in. Where we'll have multiple walls and users would be able to deposit their atoms, SP atom, Q atom in one of these walls. So there's an atom vault, uh, there's a TR vault, and there's like other asset walls where people would deposit these assets. But obviously, there's two ways to go about it, and the team is internally, you know, still debating about the best way. 
uh, where one of the ways is to have like pooled security where it's very much similar to eigenlayer where what happens in eigenlayer right you have all these people depositing depositing these different assets into liquid restaking protocols which let's say if you have you know steeth you have uh, for example areth you deposited into a liquid restaking protocol you get rseth uh, now the restaking liquid restaking protocol can choose with the underlying assets what services are being secured so they run different strategies similarly in cosmos if persistence uh, on the persistence chain you deposit stk atom stk atom q atom you have 10 other chains that could borrow security from this but how do you want to provide security to those 10 products right 10 services 10 chains that is a big question mark because if you provide services to all the chains you provide security to all the chains you're taking slashing risk on 10 chains on at, at one which is not the best way to go about so what i'm leaning to right now is having like isolated security so instead of increasing risks you could just have you know stk atom stk basically an atom vault for persistent security an atom vault for osmosis security an atom vault for some other chain security and and so on so forth with other assets as well and that means you earn staking rewards in the form of the liquid stake token uh so in the case of stk atom it's atom if you choose atom vault on persistence you on xprd if you choose atom vault on let's say you know uh terra you get luna rewards so something like that is is what we are looking to do but then what makes things more exciting is the creation of liquid restake tokens now what are liquid restake tokens you basically have restaked your assets now you're earning rewards in two different tokens but you get a representative token for this which you can then use in defi obviously the risk the the risk parameters like for example if you have like 60% loan to value when it comes to stk atom as collateral you could potentially just get 30% when you use rest- a liquid restake token because the liquid restake token is is locked up you know is, is, there are bigger risks to it it's not just slashing risk on one chain slashing risk on two chains so that's kind of you know the liquid restake token is issued so the user can just swap out of earning staking rewards for atom xprd in one go uh, without having to unbond and and wait for unbonding on persistence unbonding on on the cosmos hub so that's kind of what the user journey plus the different steps would look like now, i don't know if it answers your question rebel and uh, maybe i've confused people a little bit here but yeah um well ho- hopefully i'm not the only one who is a little bit confused but it does sound i mean i can hear the excitement in your voice um so that definitely is is making me excited for this so i mean the, the first thing i'm maybe want to ask about there is i heard you mention the word vaults a couple of times um and there's um certainly one of our listeners a big fan of the apollo dow vaults are i'm just wondering are are these vaults something that the persistence team maybe wants to build themselves or are you looking for like other partners to come in and build stuff no so persistence? we so we would not be building liquid restaking uh, we'll be only it's similar to eigenlayer right where eigenlayer provides the optionality for people to restake their tokens but on top of that we you see other liquid restaking protocols like etherfi renzo buffer all these are like lrt scalp dao right so you have other teams building those products so similarly for us the objective is to provide the infrastructure and then work with other teams who issue these lrts and these could be different lrts right you could have like uh 
a high risk LRT, a low risk LRT, stuff like that. You could even like, I talked about a little bit about isolated security, pool security, like a, a restake token could be issued in a way where, you know, you pool security, uh, but, but those are complexities I don't want to go into just yet. Uh, but, but yeah, we, we don't want to build the vaults and, and the liquid restake tokens ourselves. The vaults here are slightly different to, or in fact, like very different to Apurada vaults. Uh, it's more about locking up tokens in, in a specific vault on the persistence chain, which could then be used to, you know, ICA onto another chain and, and house those assets there for securing that chain. So it, it kind of uses a lot of the existing infrastructure that we have within chain accounts and stuff, but also leverages the Alliance module to a large extent. Wow. And, and it sounds like it's going to rely on I, strong IBC connections as well. Is that fair to say? Yeah. yeah. Um, and I know recently Persistence has kind of joined into a partnership with um, a team that are providing like high level relayers and maybe some other stuff. I'm not exactly sure what the other stuff is, but um, I think Crypto Crew are doing some stuff for Persistence. Are you able to yeah. explain what they're doing? Yeah, so essentially what Crypto Crew does for the person, and so there was a uh, proposal on the persistence chain uh, requesting for uh, some some grant amount which would allow Crypto Crew to run relayers across multiple chains uh, with, with persistence. So persistence Cosmos or persistence Osmosis. And what would this enable? This would enable like persistence to have, uh, you know, very seamless persistence to offer seamless IBC transfers for users uh, and, and allow P-Stake, P-Stake uses interchain accounts for its transfers. So every time you as an Atom holder, you want liquid staked Atom, you come onto the platform and deposit uh, Atom. What happens is you're doing an IBC transfer from the Cosmos hub to the persistence chain. But after that, uh, this uh, Atom sits in a module on the persistence chain and is then on a on an epoch basis. So we have daily epochs. And the next epoch, this atom along with everyone else who's deposited their atoms gets sent back to the Cosmos Hub uh, through an interchain account. Uh, you know this thing. So we run they run ICA relayers and IBC relayers for persistence to allow the functioning of PStake and Dexter and and the whole ecosystem. And how are you finding um, the quality of what they are offering? Just now, I saw a tweet went out quite recently by Crypto Crew just saying they were relaying um, a ton, I think, of practically all the dimension was going through their relayers. But um, are you finding that they're a solid team to work with? Absolutely, man. I think one of the best teams in Cosmos to work with uh, in terms of the technical prowess they have. Uh, yeah, very, very strong. Cool. Um, I mean, this is not just the the rebel DeFi inquisition if anyone's got a question you're more or, or not just a question a comment um you're more than welcome to come up and share some wisdom um or mb feel free to step in at any time I, i'll just maybe ask one more if that's okay i don't i don't know if you could talk on this michael because it it, it is asking about the persistence native token i know some chains are sort of reluctant to to almost talk about their own token, which I always find um, kind of interesting. But 
Yeah, I, I don't know what the question is, but how okay, do I'll, I'll go, I'll go for it then. Sorry, it's quite yeah. a long-winded introduction to the question. <laughs> like, is this is restaking going to help drive value to XPRT? And if so, so I, I, how? yeah, that's an interesting question. I mean, I like you rightly said, like driving value to token. These questions most it's a tricky question to answer, but. From my perspective, what I would say is any, like, what are we trying to do with the persistence chain? And, and we keep saying the ecosystem, right? The moment you have more liquid staked assets on a chain, uh, it definitely leads to better, you know, uh, better econo economies being created on that chain, right? Uh, you cannot expect a DeFi ecosystem being created without uh, having LSTs. But what we are talking about with this restaking is, like you can actually create a much better and, and efficient ecosystem if you use LRTs potentially, but with limited risks, obviously, and not having huge risks. Like I think LRTs in, in Ethereum uh, create a lot of additional risk because like I rightly, like I said, and, and maybe, you know, if people here are not familiar with how that works. Essentially, like if Eigenlayer has 10 service providers who want to get security from Eigenlayer, all like and rebel here is running a, a liquid restaking protocol rebel runs different strategies now rebel says okay my strategy says if there are 10 service providers and each of them has a slashing has a different slashing parameter but also give more rewards to me right because every service provider i support i'll get more rewards so rebel is like okay i'll support all of them which means as an end user you're taking on risk for each of these uh, services because you have slashing risk in like individual service providers services will have their own slashing risk so rebel is taking on slashing risk for every service that that he's securing through his liquid restaking strategy uh and and but also giving out the most rewards but the risk is comparatively high on the flip side i could uh, or here you know let's say uh mb could could be smarter and, and he would be like okay maybe i don't want that much risk what I want is to only support five services, but you know, if those, if the rewards that rebel is getting on 10 services, securing 10 services is 20%. But if, if MB is saying, okay, I'll only secure five, but these five generate the highest returns. So if I get 17% from these five, I'm not taking on the risk of slashing on the other five. Right? So that's how eigenlayer liquid restaking strategies would work. But here, what would happen is, uh, very limited risk because you're only securing one chain at a time and and obviously the native chain itself so two chains at best uh but there could be exciting models where people could go on to take like pooled security risk and be like okay they're securing five seven other chains as well in, in one shot so from our perspective what we want to drive is is the creation of this economy where things get exciting and and a lot of tokens exist on the persistence chain. We have other dApps being built out, you know, by other teams for, for the persistence ecosystem. And we are always on the lookout for more teams who are looking to build apps on the chain. So once you see all of this, once you see the economy, you know, uh, obviously uh, persistence as an ecosystem will grow and, you know, not diving to, not, not talking too much about the token. And obviously I think for the token, what's very clear is, is it's a community driven decision. XPRT is, is a community owned coin. And, you know, if people feel that, okay, this is what should happen if there are revenues that should be distributed to stakers. It's it's more or less you know driven by the community and 
there are risks associated with that there are pros on you know i don't have any strong views on that to be honest from my perspective it's about like creating like you know working with teams and and you know uh, other contributors to like really create that economy of, of liquid stake tokens i would say liquid restaking is hard hard to get my head around anyway um I, I guess you've been thinking about this for a while and it, it, it's kind of you forget and I certainly find this when I'm making videos as well I forget how it might be for someone new coming into the ecosystem like LPing or something and just say oh you just do this do that um, and that's kind of what I'm you're, you're right, <laughs> thinking you're right. as I'm listening yeah listening. I, I mean you're absolutely right which is why you know when we roll out and, and maybe i'm not doing justice uh to explaining how this would all look like which is why when we roll things out it would be in a step-by-step manner where the first step is you have atom or, or a liquid staked atom you bring it on the persistence chain you lock it up you earn staking rewards for atom you earn staking rewards for xprt you're securing both the persistence chain and the cosmos hub uh and you could do with uh, other liquid staked atoms as well like st atom q atom like i mentioned the next step is where things get complicated and, and exciting. Uh, but by that time, we'll have exciting mechanisms in place to ensure people can learn how this works and, and also, like, you know, uh, yeah, gamify the whole experience of, of using restaking. Absolutely. Well, I think this, this brings us to um, an, hopefully, hopefully an exciting part of this space. Um, there is an NFT giveaway. There is an Alliance DAO kind of appropriate for this space, an Alliance DAO NFT, which the Alliance DAO are going to give away to one lucky winner on this space. But it's not just a, a random giveaway for turning up. You actually have to do something. So there's a post in the nest. Um, uh, it's a persistence post. They are at about 199,000 views so far, which is um, pretty impressive. So what you have to do to be in for with a chance of winning this Alliance DAO NFT is retweet that persistence post and also add a comment. And the comment can be one of two comments um, based on what you've heard this evening. Uh, sorry, this evening for where I am. <laughs> so comment one, liquid restaking is easy. Comment two, liquid restaking is hard. So we'll be looking for those two comments on that post that's up in the nest. Um, and at some stage after this space, we're going to draw one winner for an Alliance DAO NFT. And you have to be on this space. So basically, I'm taking screenshots of everyone that's in just now. Hopefully, I explained that okay. Maybe some thumbs up if you got the explanation. Thumbs down definitely, def definitely better than how I explained it. <laughs> Not at all. I mean, it, it, it's a, I think maybe just a, a small brain interviewer you've got here. And um, yeah, Not so I mean, we've, we've gone for you, about E it's MBA's voice, I think. MB. Yeah, I was just I was just going to jump in there, um, um, Mikhail and uh, Rebel, and and just. Um, uh, perhaps it's worth mentioning what Alliance DAO is, um, so that people know. Alliance DAO is obviously a new DAO that's been set up on Enterprise um, with an NFT collection um, called Alliance NFTs. And look, the purpose of this 
DAO is to promote and um, you know, help the development of Alliance throughout Cosmos. So um, I think it's a really appropriate um, uh, donation from the Alliance DAO for this, uh, for this space uh, that one of their NFTs has been given away. And hopefully we'll hear a lot more about Alliance DAO as they you know, help with marketing, help with promotion, let people know about cross-chain staking and, and all the things that Mikhail has been describing today. So yeah, thought it's worth mentioning that. Awesome. Thank you for that extra flavor. Um, I'm, I can see lots of DeFi heads in this audience. And um, does um, restaking or liquid restaking seem like something you'd like to add to your DeFi portfolio? And to be quite honest, I have had a tweet ready to go since yesterday. Um, about the persistence ecosystem, um, I've been a little bit greedy by not posting it because, or a bit selfish maybe, um, because there's some amazing APRs over on Dexter right now. Um, if if Michael can't talk about tokens, I guess I can because I'm a bit of a DeFi DGen. Um, yeah, stablecoin LP over on Dexter. Last time I looked, it was like 45% on stables. Kind of hard to say no to. Yeah, I, I, would, I, would, I would only add maybe, Rebel, you know, obviously you're talking about the APRs. From my perspective, I think Dexter is probably one of the best, you know, UI, UX applications we've built out there. Like it has the best, I would say you would really enjoy using Dexter from a user experience perspective and, you know, uh, just... Give it a try. It's app dot dot zone, and uh, if you have feedback, you know we'd be very happy to implement those feedbacks. Uh, but from my perspective, it's more like you know you really enjoy using an app like that, and and I do that as well. Yeah, I mean I, that's that's really what sort of first attracted me to the persistence one ecosystem. Um, it was just the, the the sort of clean look of the Dexter Dex. So. Yeah, personally, a big fan. Obviously, high APRs um, in, increase my excitement over um, this kind of product. Now, there is something else that you may want to talk about, but I just want to give everyone here ample chance to come up and comment or question about these liquid restaking tokens or this, this idea of restaking. Um, using persistence but if there is no one here we can carry on mb have you got anything you want to talk about or or ask about the the restaking before we move on no uh, no i'm just taking it all in but um look I'm, I'm really quite excited about you know what persistence is doing with this liquid staking hub on cosmos um you know integrating you know all the major apex assets into a into a single chain and you know really leveraging them leveraging them um through alliance um, it is it, great. It, it's a it's a great concept, and I think it's going to be really exciting what develops in the next the next year. Cool. We do actually have someone coming up. Jasper is trying to connect. Um, it looks like Jasper has connected. Jasper, can you hear us? I don't know if you're on mobile or desktop, but if you want, hey, unmuted. I'm struggling to hear. I don't know if anyone else can hear. 
maybe a bit closer to the mic if you can. Can you hear me? Hey, can hear you now, Jasper. Yep. All right, all right. GM, GM. Okay. Um, yeah, actually, I read about uh, persistence mm -hmm. on um, block meat profits. Then um, I read what they are doing. And um, my question, what, I'm, what I want to ask now is that um, if I'm staking, for example, Atom, I'll be giving what exactly? Would I be giving like P stake or stake Atom? When you liquid stake Atom, uh, you get STK Atom, which is the staked representative of Atom, which is issued by P-Stake. So P-Stake is the protocol that issues liquid stake Atom. Okay, okay. All right. And the, um, the prospects of this um, persistence is that when I stake, I'll be given a liquid uh, token, which I can use in other ecosystem. I don't know. Can you like mention a few of the other protocol that I can use your, I mean your liquid stake token that you'll be giving to me after I stake the atom or whatever I'm talking. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you could supply liquidity on Dexter, which is the Dex that Rebel was just talking about. So you could provide liquidity of SDK atom and atom together. You bring those two assets together and you put them in in Dexter. Uh, so you're earning staking rewards, but you're also earning liquidity prov provisioning rewards, right? So you're providing liquidity, you earn some rewards for that as well. Uh, you could use it as collateral on other protocols. So like UMI, or uh, now called UX chain, you can go on UX chain, you can deposit SDK atom there as collateral and borrow against it. Uh, you can deposit SDK atom as collateral on Mars. You can use SDK atom and supply liquidity on Astroport. Uh, soon you would be able to mint uh kujira's stable coin usk with it uh after that you could also use it to mint inter protocols uh you know ist so yeah so all, all these things okay that that's really nice that's really nice i actually have no idea of where i can use the token so that's why i came out to ask and it's really nice do you have any idea of um any of these protocols that will be giving future airdrops for providing collateral using your your token uh, i don't know man i airdrops are very speculative so i i'm not really sure most of these are, are already live with their tokens so not sure all right thank I, you very I'm, much thanks jasper that that was interesting contribution there, talking of airdrops there was something that um persistence have done recently i think to to make it possible for holders of STK Atom to potentially get airdrops or for, for projects to query who is holding STK Atom or something like that. Does that ring a bell? Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. So very recently, you know, uh, we've started seeing Atom holders receive a lot of, Atom stakers receive a lot, lot of airdrops. And uh, with these teams doing all these different airdrops, what we wanted to do was to provide them with a source for how they could get data for SDK Atom holders. So if you're an Atom staker, you're obviously getting staking, staking rewards and airdrops these days. But projects, uh, newer projects are not uh, or haven't always done an airdrop for liquid stakers yet in Cosmos. And I believe that's going to change very soon. Uh, but for them to be able to do that airdrop, like a team can always you know, extract data for Atom stakers very easily. But can they do it for liquid staked atom holders? Or it's 
actually slightly complicated. So what we've tried to do is create a, a unified interface where you could say, okay, SDK atom holder or SDK Osmo holder or other SDK asset holders, and you could just fetch all the data of their holdings and how they are holding SDK atom, where are they providing liquidity and stuff like that. Starting with the persistence chain, but then taking it across the persistent like other other chains as well. So if SDK atom is supplied as as liquidity on Astroport, then getting that data at a later stage, obviously. Uh, but this makes things a lot more easier for newer project teams that that want to do airdrops to atom stickers and liquid stick atom yeah stickers. Awesome. We've got Lunar Dino up um, as a speaker. I think for him it was probably um, liquid restaking is easy. He's with a DeFi big brain. So Lunar Dino, over to you. Hey, thanks for inviting me up. Um, I just had a question. It can be rather political, which LSDs you allowed to be staked on persistence. So I'm glad you guys are going with a more agnostic approach. And I'm a bit fearful for how you might tread into this territory. Um, but best of luck. And I'm wondering if they're all going to have the same reward weight, weight and if they will have any take rate for, for example, the three LSD Lunas that um, are available. Are they all just automatically going to be whitelisted or have you reached out to specific teams if you can forge partnerships with them to kind of leverage those relationships? Yeah, um, very, very and good yeah, there's so many other ones, you know, like ST injective, will that automatically be whitelisted or, and then the second question is, do you, have you um, reached out to any vault providers for anyone to um, provide like an auto compounding vault for these, um, for these new alliance assets. Thank you. Yeah, uh, very good question. So on the first, like taking it step by step, obviously political and uh, I personally would not be comfortable making that decision either. So we'd let XPRTs token holders make that decision on, on both the take rates and the uh, reward weightages. I think obviously XPRT stakers would have more uh, you know, upside in choosing SDK assets to have like the highest reward weightages. Uh, but I don't know how it will play out. I think it's in the best interest of everyone to have similar reward rate, uh, reward weightages and, and take rates. So uh, to begin with, I think, and, and as things progress and, and as we see the progress, if, if there is one particular asset uh, that is, is being utilized more than the others, then it makes sense for that asset to have a higher, uh, for other assets to have a higher reward weightage so that we hedge against, you know, just one being, one asset being deposited at, at all times. In terms of the second question for vault providers, absolutely, we haven't started reaching out for uh, for that yet, but it's something on, on our to-do. Uh, and, and I think we'll start doing this as soon as we get closer to, to launch. Uh, but, but the first question is definitely an interesting one. I would love to hear what you think of it, you know. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, I think currently there are a couple of chains doing it differently. For example, with the LSD Lunas, I forget which chain is which, but one has an equal reward weight for every single LSD Luna. So if you have a bunch of people aping into like Amp Luna, it's going to give a lower reward rate compared to the other ones. Whereas there's another chain, maybe it's Carbon, that has a floating reward weight so even if everyone amps into amp luna it gives you the same rate as uh, b luna or something and yeah again this is these kind of political questions are difficult to navigate and good luck <laughs> yeah it's, it's for uh, token holders to navigate i think 
<laughs> awesome. Thank you for that question, Lunar Dino. Um, I guess we're kind of moving towards the end of the space. So thank you very much, Mikhail, for being here, um, as well as the, the, the man of mystery behind the persistence account. I mean, one thing maybe we could sort of round this space off with um, I mean, restaking until like the Alliance module gets installed on persistence, still a bit theoretical at this stage. Um, but I've just dropped a post, another another post from persistence um, up in the nest. And, and this is, I would say, kind of instant alpha. Um, you've got a major release coming out a bit later today. Would you like to expand on that at all? Yeah, absolutely. Uh... We've been working on, on issuing liquid state DUI DX uh, on the persistence chain for a while now. And it's no secret that this is going to go live today. It's been live on the mainnet for a while now, but we like to take a very uh, security first approach where we always make sure anything that goes on chain is, is as secure as possible. So having to wait for a security audit to go through before we proceed with the launch and uh, I, I'm personally very excited about this one because the DYDX community is huge. I think it's one of the more successful app chains within Cosmos and it presents a huge opportunity for, you know, stakers of DYDX to, to get involved in liquid staking. And I think DYDX token holders have a very similar profile to, to ETH holders because they come from the Ethereum ecosystem uh, with DYDX token previously being an ERC20 token. And so I'm I'm curious to see how it all plays out, but very very excited about this one, man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I, on a personal level, I'm excited for it as well. I mean, it's no secret, although I don't know if everyone knew this, but um, Orbital Command were validating on the DYDX chain, um, and we seemed to be doing all right at the start, but then some whales came in and dropped some massive delegations. On some other validators, unfortunately, we didn't manage to pick up um, a whale bag. So we then got booted out of the set. I actually had some DYDX staked to Orbital Command. And I only got around to moving it, or not moving it, but actually unstaking it today, which was maybe sort of a bit silly on my part. Um, and my rewards were like less than $1 USDC. But then when I tried to claim my rewards, it told me the cost to claim the rewards was going to be more than my rewards. So essentially, I've earned nothing um, having staked my DYDX for over a month, um, maybe two months. And now I've got to wait 29, 30 days to get my DYDX back before I can turn it into STK DYDX. So yeah, it, it is super exciting for people who are interested in DYDX um, because I think we can sort of get two bites of the cherry. So what I'm going to be doing is staking my DYDX for STK DYDX. Um, saves me the bother of trying to claim rewards, which in the in instance I had today, I wasn't even able to claim it. Um, but also, so that's one thing, I'm going to get auto-compounding DYDX. Going back to Dexter, I'm just going to check it. Um, I think there's an LP on Dexter, USDC, 
DYDX, which was hovering about 90% APR earlier on today. Um, and as a DYDX bull, um, obviously not financial advice, I'm going to be joining that pool as well. Um, and, and what's good for me, I'm not telling anyone to do anything, um, what's good for me here is that the more people that end up using SDK DYDX, um, all the auto compounded rewards are going to flow through this pool on Dexter. So the USDC is going to get turned into DYDX to then get rolled into the auto compounded position. Um, and the pool at the moment isn't huge. So swap fees are going to give the the, the APR a bump. Um, I'm not sure how much, but I've got a feeling we might be seeing triple digit APR on that pool. Um, so as long as DYDX holds its price or goes up, and we are, if we're moving into a bull market, I'm hoping it's going to move up. Um, I think that's quite a nice pool for me personally to join. Anyone in the space can do whatever they want to do. I'm not telling you to do anything, but yeah, just be aware of that um, LP. Mikko, and on that note, um, I'd like to thank your good self for being here, MB. Uh, you maybe dropped out because of that diatribe I was going on um, about LPing. He's not a fan of LPing, so maybe I just turned him off too much. Is there anything you'd like to mention before we shut this down, Mikko? Not at all. I'm, I'm, I'll just say uh, you know, a quick thank you to you, Rebel, and, and everyone who's joined, and obviously thank you to the... Uh, folks who built such phenomenal tech, you know the the alliance, the people behind alliance uh, module, and and you know we are very happy and excited to be working closely on on that front, and you know take this forward. I think uh, there are exciting days ahead for Cosmos as an ecosystem, of course. Absolutely, and I, I think that's one thing that's really shining through is that you're not, um. Oh, well, I mean, obviously a persistence employee, but um, you're not a persi Well, you're not just shilling persistence. Um, it's, it is about growth of the whole ecosystem. I think, as you were saying, we don't just talk about growing the pie, but like everyone succeeds if Cosmos grows. Um, so I think that's a, a really great way Absolutely. to look at it. Absolutely. Um, thank you. Thank Andrew. you, everyone. Thank, Thank you, everyone, you. for being here. Thank you, Michael, for coming up and just taking questions, quick fire, thrown at you. Um, Terra Spaces will be doing an upload of this Twitter space. Um, so if you want to re-listen to some of this stuff, um, go and check that out. Thanks, everyone, and hopefully see you again soon. Thank you, guys. Have a good day, evening, or night, wherever you are. No, come on, man. Have a bad night. <laughs> um, yes, awesome. See you later, guys. Thank you. Bye. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality, stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works, and we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt. We rape and plunder the earth, sit and wonder about the worth and plate. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless, trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets, dead ends, dragging out the maximum. Payments, red down days, got them acting all bankless. Yo, fam, what? Check these token knocks. They probing this bear, flexing broken knots. I had to lay my soul down. I'm just roasting knots and then the end.
was born to frolic It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom Over impossible loss, it's all moss And I'm liking the odds Bond doing the morning, forming mycological bonds Click the cap, yo, the road is highly involved Flip a coin, diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse, misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace Stacked in non-toxic just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage like the shit is play for keeps Clowns white knighting all these Maybellines They call it implausible when model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle eats Tearing apart your community All these low hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse, misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the verbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Ten spaces.